Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. I'm Chris, I play Rill, and we both use he, him pronouns. My name is Moss, I use Z, Zen pronouns, and I'm playing Ember, who uses they, them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel, I use they, them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they, them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. My name is Haz, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Maynard, who uses he, him pronouns, and he is a skittish wizard. Okay, so to catch us up, last episode you transported your prisoners the rest of the way to Fosberg and delivered them to the steward Brynna Longflight, who, while not particularly warm, did reduce what she was asking you to do from go and get specifically that treasure back from the wizards no matter what it takes, to go and find me some treasure. You therefore got directions from the warlock Azar to a ruin that currently is believed to contain undead and therefore their grave goods You've been asked to clear out the undead and bring back the treasure, whatever it should happen to be. This will presumably help matters diplomatically. It's been a couple of days' travel since then. You're well rested. As you've approached the... Nowadays, quite a a small and fading village of Castle Ferry. You've noticed that the weather is getting colder. There's a chill in the air that doesn't feel right for the time of year. And you can see at the top of a a low hill nearby, within a thousand yards or so, the ruins of a castle. Uh, Can I roll history to find out what this castle may have been? Uh, Sure. 23. 23. Um, You would be aware that the monarchy of the White Forest has historically moved around a fair bit. It's not quite hereditary. The rules of inheritance are obscure to outsiders. Like, it doesn't seem to just inherit within the same family, but some families crop up repeatedly. It's, It's a bit unclear. But partly because of these families, move around in terms of who's got the crown the seat of government also has moved around based on what Azar was telling you and what you're seeing it, it, it seems likely to you that this at some point was where a monarch of the forest was possibly several and that at some point it's just been abandoned as as no longer in use maybe it was conquered maybe it burned down but that's that's where you suspect it came from Okay, so Maynard, um, on coming upon the, the, the castle, would just sort of, like, remark, Wow, look at this history! All this here, the history of the monarchy of the White Forest. Can't believe that I'm here. Wonder what kind of things we'll find inside. Ember is kind of nodding along, like, they know totally what Maynard is talking about and just yeah all this history <laughs> well no no it's just that um the well the, the 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 dragon queen was never always the the monarch of the white forest it sort of moved around a bit so this castle here is an old stronghold of an ancient monarchy that has since fell this is just a, a it's a relic of the past but it's a relic of the monarchy the strong line it's interesting isn't it i mean yeah if you say so well i've only read about these places in books i, I didn't get out of the city much i'm sorry if i'm not a world traveled adventurer like you lots i just i'm just i'm just glad to be here i'm, I'm it's cool 
I want to clarify that Ember wasn't like being sassy or anything. They were like genuinely trying to like seem smarter than they are. Yeah, I got that. Okay. <laughs> Competitive nerds. They are interested. I guess I'm just more interested in its present than its history. It, it's present being. As you're looking up the hill towards the castle, you can see that the closer you get to the castle, the more frost is on the trees. Hmm. Could everyone roll me a perception check, please, as you're climbing this hill? 17 from Maynard. 21. 30, 20. Um, that would be a 20. Okay, so you all see what at first sight is a large magpie that is just hopping between the branches near you. And then you look a little closer because it seems too big to be a magpie. It seems like a big crow, maybe maybe even a raven. Yeah, those white patches, those are not white feathers. Those are ice. This creature probably started off as a crow. It's got the right shape of beak. The black feathers are completely black. But there are entire patches of its body that have been replaced with ice. And it has expanded as this ice has grown in and stretched it out and filled in the places where there isn't enough flesh to bridge the gap. This is not a living bird. Uh, didn't Azar warn us about these? In broad terms, this looks like the kind of thing, yes. It's not hostile, is it? It's just sort of there. At the moment, yeah, it's looking at you and vaguely keeping pace. Can I... Hmm. Okay, so could I use Speak with Dead on the magpie? What's the range on it? Uh, ten feet. If it'll let me get close enough. Oh, no, never mind. Uh, it can't be undead. It has to be a corpse. So, that's... This is extremely mobile for a dead creature, yes. Right, okay. Uh, it won't work then. Never mind. It has to be a, a corpse of some kind, and it says it can't be undead. So if we find regular dead magpies that aren't moving... Would you, would you like to roll an investigation check for regular dead birds? Is that what you're focused on? <laughs> no, no. I thought <laughs> I could uh, talk with it, but it was, it was a wrong spell. Speaking of birds... Where is your bird? Where is Ovid? Hmm. On the horse, I, I guess? Okay. I'm not going to stop you from bringing Ovid anywhere you like. i just like to know whether Ovid is with you. Yeah, I was... It's not like we could have just left them in... in... Fosberg. You, you don't really have an available babysitter for your giant eagle, no. Yeah. Cool. Because as you are looking at this bird and discussing, and or, or at least thinking, that doesn't seem like a normal, regular, ordinary bird. You are also hearing some much louder crashing through the undergrowth, as of a very large creature. And you're looking around. And you're running through in your head, especially the two of you who are from the forest, I mean, that could be pigs, that could be... Dear, that no, that's a bear. That's a that's a really big bear. That's a really big bear with distressingly mottled, shiny, icy sections of its body, so that it's even bigger than a bear ought to be. Oh no, it's an undead bear. Oh no! Please, please roll initiative against the giant undead ice bear. Yay! <laughs> And as you're rolling initiative, you can see past the bear's shoulder, it has a friend. Oh, good. Is there another bear? It's another bear. There are two Yay! bears. They're two both bears. Undead. Wonderful. Maynard got 16 on initiative. Okay. I got a two. It's fine. Oh, yeah. We're doing great on initiative. We're doing so good. Maynard's just being over eager here. <laughs> He's skittish. He's always ready. <laughs> okay, you have a map. 
pink things as established are the trunks of conifer trees. You can hide behind them should you so desire. You cannot go through them because they are trees. <laughs> uh, to refresh your memories, Ember is the red star. Maynard is the blue star. Trick, currently I believe upon horse, is the orange star. And Rill is the green star. And I will, I will grab an orange pom-pom so that if Trick gets off the horse, we can locate the horse. I mean, if you're happy for me to have gotten on the horse as we heard noises, then that's... Yeah, I'm just on the assumption that at some point you may also get off the horse. I am armed and ready with a horse token. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just glad that I do not have to spend five feet of movement getting on my horse, that's all. Yeah, um, uh, you, you know, you, you had at least a round of, oh shit, there's a bear coming. That's fair. Before I got you to roll, so I'm happy to say you spent that time while everyone else was going, oh shit, a bear. You got on a horse. Mm. Alternatively, that's why you're lowest in the initiative order. You are spending the time getting on a horse. Um, anyway, you have two bears. They are big. They are bigger than bears. You can see where the fur has been stretched out over patches of ice and kind of tattered to make it stretch. Sometimes you can see bone embedded in the ice. Sometimes you can see exposed muscle. These much like the magpie, are not living animals. And they do look like they're coming straight at you aggressively. Um, Maynard, you are top of the initiative order. Excellent. I cast mage armor. Smart, smart. It is smart. <laughs> Second in the initiative order is one of the bears. They're quite fast. It's going to charge straight up to Ember who is in a straight line from it, and attempt to bite them. Ooh, not good. Twelve. That does not even remotely hit. They will try again with claws. Slightly better. Fifteen. Also does not hit. You have armour and they are just not getting through it. Third in the initiative order is the other bear. <laughs> It can't quite reach anyone. It is it is charging towards you all, but it has not gotten to any of you yet. Heading generally in Maynard's direction. Oh no! I'm actually very sneakily going to scooch everything slightly further across in the map, because the thing about the bears going first and charging is that now everything is right jammed at the edge of the map in a way that doesn't make a huge amount of sense. So if you'll forgive me, I have... Turned everything a little bit more central, map-wise. How dare. So offended. <laughs> Too late. Done it now. <laughs> They're only pink stars. You'll live. <laughs> Currently uploading. Um, once that uploads, it will be real to go. Okay. Uh, then I am going to use an action to channel divinity. Uh, and turn undead. Nice. So each undead that can see or hear me within 30 feet of me has to make a mm -hmm. wisdom saving throw. Mm -hmm. uh, and if they fail the throw, it is turned for one minute or until it takes damage, and it has to spend its turns trying to move as far away from me as it can. Just checking the bear's wisdom. Are bears particularly wise? Not especially, I just wanted to check before I started rolling <laughs> for them. Uh, well, one of them rolled a five. Okay. So the white bear has extremely failed, and the other one rolled a two, so both bears have failed. Cool. Uh, just a note for the listeners who have not encountered Turn Undead before. Despite what the name suggests, it neither turns things undead, nor makes the undead be on your side. It literally rotates the undead. It turns them away. Yes. The, these two undead bears have both been rotated and will spend their turns fleeing from Rill. Good. Okay. Rill is going to put his, put his hands out as he drops his holy symbol. Okay. Nobody hurt them. <laughs> or else that fails. Okay. Rill has said that. <laughs> okay. Ember, Rill has said that. And also a bear has tried to bite your face off. Up to you which of these things you prioritize. The bear re reacted, the bear that's facing you, mm -hmm. it can't run away until it's turned, but it visibly reacted to Rill's spell and is 
has looked over at Rill and kind of cringed back? Uh, I mean, okay, so Ember is gonna hesitate and turn towards Rill and, uh, I, I, are they just gonna run away? Like, yeah, yeah, they're, they're gonna run away for about a minute. So, if we can move um, away from here, that would be trick. very long. As this this discussion is happening in under the nose of two bears, <laughs> it is your turn. Cool. Um, where's that bird? The magpie. Yeah. I presume it's it is also sitting away? on a branch on one of these trees. Hmm. Within about 30 feet of you, probably. So, right. The bears certainly haven't started being. No, they have both looked at Rill and flinched and seem mm. to be giving him their attention. Oh. I am the bear commander. <laughs> um, sorry, sorry. Uh... Maynard, get that bird, I say, as I couch my lance and charge. Yes! Ah! <laughs> Which um, bear would you like to charge at? I, I, the bear's particularly distinguishable. Or just, Only in the sense of they're standing in slightly different places. Yeah. Um, but I would like to know which bear I should take hit points yeah. from. I will charge the blue bear, the one that's nearest to Maynard. To note, Rill is angrily shouting at Trick. That he said, <laughs> Too late. Don't the do charge that. has been said. It's happening. Oh, you said don't do that. I what I did not hear. <laughs> out of character, I was not paying attention. I suppose. Okay, oh. yes. Out of character, real quite clearly said, "Don't attack them. They're going to run oh, away." Shit. Well, in that case, can I just lob a hand axe at the um at the bird? Because I'm not like. Yes, you well, can. <laughs> I mean, the bird might also be flying away. I. It is also um, technically undead. Well, it might let, not let me identify. It's true. Right? No, you have making an excellent point. Um. What's what's the DC on that? Uh, fifteen. The bird looks fine. Okay. It cocked its head at you, but it's, it's, it's not like it's flapping an or anything. Bird. Okay. The, the the bird is unbothered. I'm not bothered with the bird. That's fine. The bird can stay. <laughs> okay. Well, the, the bird. It seems likely to all of you is probably not as tough as the bears. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. <laughs> So you said it's like 20 feet away? Like it's about 30 feet away. It's, it's on a tree behind and between the bears. I have like disadvantage or something? I don't actually know how this works. If it's within the longer range, like the second longer range, then yes, it's a disadvantage. Okay, well, there you go. Um, wait, I can also move. I'm going to move towards... The... <laughs> you could also move. <laughs> listen, listen. Right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be sensible. I'm going to move next, up next to Reynard. Um, okay, one square, not into melee with any bears. Well, no, well, no, no, I mean, like, to be, to be protecting Maynard, like two squares. Okay, straight up in the face of the of the blue bear, but not charging at it, just moving. Yep. Got it. Are you also going to lob your hand axe at a bird which is now within twenty feet? I still yes, I'm doing that. Thing. Um, huh? Can I in fact lob two hand axes? I don't know, can you? If if it says you can make two... Um, Multi-attack is usually melee. It just says, beginning of this level, you can attack twice instead of once whenever you take the attack action on your turn. In which case, yeah. If if if, if your character sheet says you can do the thing, then you can do the thing. Yeah, I, th I thought I was standard for multi-attack, generally. Okay. Um, I throw two axes, in fact. Well, I might, I might only throw one. Depends on how the first one lands. Huh? Depends on how tough the bird turns out to be. Well, I mean, it's less tough, more evasive is my issue. I think with axe, my turn has taken like five minutes already. <laughs> roll to throw your axe. I can't do cool. that for you. Cool. I rolled, I rolled to throw my axe. Does it have an AC of nine or less? No. <laughs> I'm throwing my other axe. <laughs> now out of axes. Your axe flies and goes thunk very neatly into a pine tree and sticks there. I hate that because it's going to be high up. That's a 12. Second one does hit the butt, hit the bird. You have hit the bird. Hell yes! Visual damage against the bird. <laughs> that is nine slashing damage. 
on that little bird. <laughs> Your second axe goes through a bird and is now stuck in a tree. <laughs> I understand. I assume the nature of your spell, Rill, is that only the bird would have the spell broken on it by that, and that the other entities. Not, it's not like it's not that the spell failed. It's just that particular creature. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Maynard trick is nobly protecting you and has murdered a magpie. Are the bears fleeing? The bears can't flee until their turn. They have the body language of bears that will be fleeing in the next couple of seconds. I wish to prepare an action. Okay. Um, in the instant that the bears attack, I wish to cast a spell. Okay. If that doesn't happen by the end of, but by the next time your turn comes around, you will lose the spell slot anyway. I understand. Cool. Okay, the white bear turns tail and runs away from Rill. At its full speed and its full dash, it is now 80 feet away. The blue bear does exactly the same thing. Both bears are 80 feet away and still fleeing. Nice. Rill, you have rotated some bears. They have fled. Great. Let's get moving. Because that's going to last a little while, but not very long. I don't want them to come back. Combat over, we solve your bear puzzle! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that was the whole dungeon, you guys. <laughs> Why is everything up here trying to kill us? I don't like this place. Because we're here to rob their graves. The bear's graves? Well, not the bear's graves, the, the king's grave, the queen's grave, or the monarch's grave in general. Any monarch here... We're trying to rob them. We're trying to rob them. <laughs> How do we move quickly? Yeah, well, yes, we are moving. Like, yeah. to be clear, okay. there is no chance that I'm not moving. Okay. I assume you have also retrieved your axes. Oh, shit. I mean, how retrievable are these axes? They would be awkward to get to, but you're on a horse. You're I really retrieve... tall right now because you're on a horse. You can stand up in the stirrups and retrieve your axes. I retrieve my axes and try to get a good idea of where I am because I'm going to leave my pack behind. Okay. Um, yeah, you can, you can take a minute to kind of get your bearings as to where you are relative to the hill and the ruins and... Mm. I don't take a minute. The way. I mean, I don't take a minute. I just, I just, I just take a <laughs> minute. Yeah, specifically, do given, not take a minute. <laughs> given your history of, of being a professional fighter in the woods... I feel like knowing where you've left your stuff was a professional skill for you, and you're probably quite good at quickly getting your bearings as to which tree you mm. left your pack under. <laughs> bearings. So, yes, I will, I will let you do that. <laughs> in, I mean, you, you also had to retrieve your axes. It has probably been 40 of your allotted 60 seconds of bear rotation time by the time you've got your axes and dropped your pack. Okay, I follow the others who hopefully have been moving. Yes. Yes. Hooray! Cool. Smart people doing smart things. Maynard, be on the lookout for anything flying. Just take it right down. Maynard's got his hands out, ready to cast his prepared spell. And he knows his, okay, I, I, I got this. Don't, don't, don't worry. And he seems like kind of nervous, but he's, he's doing what he's told. Cool, cool. Okay, you, I assume, proceed towards... The ruins that you are seeing ahead of you. Yes, we do. Yeah. Okay. It's going to take you rapid calculations, a couple of minutes to to get up close to them. The temperature gradient is really noticeable as you get closer. You've gone from late spring temperatures to as you're coming up to the ruins, it feels like winter. It is cold. There is frost on the trees. There is snow in little, you know, half-melted patches. Rill makes a noise of delight and goes over to the snow. <laughs> nope. Pay attention. Eyes on the but I've, I've never seen it before. Look at it. He like picks a handful of snow. <laughs> okay, you are you are at the base of one of the trees, picking up a handful of snow, and you hear this rustling noise. Oh, no. And a small furry creature 
comes around the trunk of the tree and goes vertically up the tree. And at first you go, squirrel. And then you go, with horrible ice patches. Oh, Mamie Real goes, squirrel, I am already pointing at (laughs) Hill. (laughs) (laughs) One of us has been a soldier. It doesn't appear actively hostile, but is definitely a, a half-ice undead squirrel climbing the trunk past Rill's face. Rill grimaces and steps away from the tree. Can I roll Arcana to discern what's happening to these creatures? Yeah. 25. They're undead. Something about the the very particular patch of forest that you are in now has turned them undead. The ice patches are part of whatever magic is animating them. It will probably, once they're reduced once again to corpses, melt, you guess. But it's it's part of what has happened to them, is they have become creatures of physically of ice as well as of flesh. Maynard will look at the squirrel and sort of get this and furrow his brows and say to the party, there's something here that's making these creatures like this, some aura of undead. Must be what we are here to kill. Well, Lazar did say there was a frost gant here somewhere. Must be extremely powerful to be affecting just the native creatures in this place as well. Let's carry on. Maynard, let me just check something. Can you, I don't know, fling some fiery spark at something or whatever it is you do without wearing yourself out? Yes. And I point at the squirrel. Where's the, has the squirrel like gone up the tree? The squirrel's currently about 10 feet up. Well, it's not moving particularly fast. It doesn't appear particularly worried about you. It's just squirreling. Um, so why is that squirrel still there? Well, if I had to think, these creatures are undead, but they're not hostile. If it's just a squirrel, it's just an undead squirrel. I mean, squirrel things. I don't think it's... Possibly, but if it's connected to the terrible force of the of the monarch of this, of the former monarch of this place, then don't you think that it might be connected to it? It might be able to take the eyes away if it's not... We can't kill every squirrel and magpie and and thing that we see. I don't know, how many squirrels and magpies have we seen? Not a huge number. I think we could, in fact, kill all of them as we come across them so that we don't advertise our presence with every step we take. We didn't kill those bears. Do you think that do you think that the squirrels and the, and the and the ravens are spying on us? I think they might be spying on us. Well, this isn't this isn't some beast we're hunting. We're not going out on a jaunt to catch a deer. Well, well you... they got a point. Using animals to spy on people would be really useful. Well, it depends if the thing that we're coming to come in contact with is intelligent enough to scheme i mean i know it's intelligent enough to protect itself but to use spies and scheme i don't i don't know anything about how smart these creatures are i mean i just i don't want to take any risks well even if we kill this squirrel we still didn't kill those bears so i think the the point is the bears have you have to understand how look we need to be moving let's move and I kind of like kick my horse to kind of get us just just like at a walking pace to move. Sure, sure. Maynard will go up to to realize a trick uh, rides away and says, "What's up with them?" <laughs> I I think they don't like the cold. Are you not following? <laughs> We're following. We're following. We're following. We're being secretive and having a little conversation behind you. Because cool, I'm still, I'm still like lecturing you, like I'm t- <laughs> ordering Maynard to just commit atrocities whenever you feel like it. I mean, 
I'm ordering you to control my pest control. Well, maybe not at a trusty, just... It's mean. It's a squirrel. <laughs> it feels meaner than killing undead bears that are attacking us. Exactly. Wait, how was the floating character? The squirrel climbs further uh, up the tree. Yes, I I guess that could that, be a that. character if we were, you the, know... The point is, is that whatever's here probably knows we're here because the bears may have been fleeing. No, we're here. here. Right? It doesn't know where we, well, it doesn't necessarily know where we are, not from the bears anyway. Actually, that's a good point. Can we see from where we are, like, how how long would it take us to actually get into the castle? Oh, you are now about 40 feet from the start of the ruins. Oh. Okay, cool. By the time you were reaching snow, you were getting quite close. Okay. Um... Are they, like, well, are they very whole, or have a lot of them collapsed? Uh, how, you know, ruinous? <laughs> what you are seeing is quite substantial ruins, but nothing is whole. You're seeing an outer wall with multiple you know, towers at each corner, and then that that's a couple of hundred feet across the space inside that outer wall. Inside that... There is a square building, probably used to be quite high. Um, the far corner of the the least... The... It is also in ruins, but some of those ruins are standing quite high still. There is one place in the far corner where it, it's still reaching up three stories. And that okay. building is probably 80 feet across. All right. Immediately in front of you, there is the ruins of a gated archway through the outer wall into the, the castle. Is the ground open, like, between... Is there, like, a edge to the woods, or have the woods grown right up? The, the trees have grown... have started to grow up to the wall, but they're quite slow-growing trees. So they're definitely smaller trees closer to the wall, and inside the walls, they're smaller than the mature trees outside. Yeah, but we're not, like, walking across clear ground. No. Specifically, within the gated archway, there are no trees for the depth of that covered area. It's not covered anymore. It's The wall was quite thick, and this particular entrance gate, based on the walls that you can see from the gate towers, ran back about 20 feet of a protected space, and there are no trees growing in that space was probably flagstones originally. The trees have not yet reclaimed it. There is sparse undergrowth in that area. Are there any other, like, breaches in the wall? Roll perception. Okay. Now that is a six. You can hear birds? Hmm. Alright. Okay, so to be clear, probably everything inside that, everything inside there, is going to try to kill us. If it doesn't, if it isn't immediately trying to kill us, it is probably in some way cooperating with the general plan of killing us. We need to be prepared and alert, and we need to react quickly. Maynard nods and says to the party, I have a spell that would allow me to make one of you very big. <laughs> trick real no which one of you would be okay with that real points at trick <laughs> or or ember yeah yeah i mean ember's probably the best bet ember's cool with it ember if this if i do this to you and you were sent it would just happen that okay. you'll be large wait do you mean oh. now no i mean when if we come across something that may require some, uh, he sort of nod, like jogs his head back and forth, something to have a little bit of advantage over a smaller creature, then that could happen. Cool. As long as my armor and weapon grow with me, because oh, yes. that would be weird. Everything okay. on you would become big. Hell yeah. 
Excellent, because we won't have the time to worry about consent uh, in the middle of battle. I am enthusiastic. All right. Are we headed in now? Yep. That's... Uh, I mean, wearing heavy armor and riding a horse should be charge. I feel like stealth is probably more out of the question. Yeah, I'm uh, not going to be particularly stealthy either, but... I'll follow your lead. I think we're better off just rushing at this point. All right. On my mark. Three, two, one, move. I obviously don't kick my horse into a, like, full charge, um, but, like, running pace. Okay. So you're all running through the obvious gateway? Yep. Yep. Apparently. Cool. cool. <laughs> Apparently. You notice, I'm, I'm a rider. I'm a, I'm a rider. I'm not actually a sieged soldier or lieutenant or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. I'm just thinking what check this would be, and I think it's probably probably dex? Mm. Let's, let's say it's dex. I'd like everyone to roll a dex safe, please. Hmm. Well, that was a 12. Mm-hmm. Natural it's... 20. Damn. Also got a 12. How's your horse's dex? I'm literally trying right now to find out what my horse's dex is. My dex... My... An eleven. Um, ah, here we go. A riding horse. Uh, man, my horse only has a dexterity of ten. I guess it's not. I guess it's fast, but not at all necessarily. It just doesn't have very good, you know, manual dexterity. It lacks fingers. No, it doesn't. That's what's upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Are you telling me horses have fingers? They, their legs are weird meshes of bones. I don't like it. Yeah, you know what looks like a horse's knees? That's actually its finger knuckle. Yeah, uh, uh. yeah, yeah. You see why? You see why I don't like the horse now? It's upsetting. That is upsetting. Its hoof is like a fingernail. They're walking on the tips of their fingers. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> how, how did your horse roll for dex? My horse rolled a one for its dexterity save. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Maynard, surprisingly, being light on his feet, is first across this open space that used to be the gateway, and is fine. And Ember and Rill follow, and there's some odd hollow noises under your feet, but you're fine. And then Trick and their horse, who combined are substantially heavier than the rest of you, come, I guess, cantering across this open space. And there's a hollow drumming noise under the hooves. And then there's a cracking noise under the hooves. And then the horse is jumping Mm. and makes the jump and lands on the inside of the gateway, but behind them, a great big pit has opened up. And that entrance is now a deep, dark hole. Uh, You're going to have to find a gap in the walls or climb out. Yeah, that could be worse. Yeah, you could have ended up in there. Yeah, that's... um... Let's keep moving. We don't really have like a real rogue type here, so I guess we're doing the paladin way of finding of disarming traps. You are so what you are inside to just so you have a, a, an idea of it. There is the big square building is the primary building within this space. There are some smaller and more ruined structures around that building and around the inside of the walls. The the outer walls themselves are roughly pentagonal, but the gate is where the point would be. With There are towers at each corner, and then instead of the sharp point, there's this blunt gateway structure, which now has a big pit in it. Hmm. There is undergrowth everywhere. There are sapling trees. There are bushes. There's grass. 
the inner building is is more complete than the outer walls. So the outer walls, none of them are more than about six feet high. You can see there used to be a tower at each corner, but none of those are standing very tall. The furthest one is less damaged than the others and maybe makes it to a story high, the, the tower itself, but no higher. The big building in the middle is in better condition. Most of it is eight to ten feet high at least, and the far corner rises up to three stories at the, the furthest point in the corner. It also has what looks like an obvious gate archway facing you. I would like... No, never mind. Um, do as you wish. <laughs> uh, are there any signs of movement around us? Yeah. There we go. Now you can roll the perception check. Don't want to force you to roll it. Okay. All right. If you wanted to go in oblivious, that would have been cool. <laughs> That's a 19. That's a 10. 24. Also 24. Okay. Um, the average is pretty good. You're seeing, as you look around, you're pretty sure this is where the bears at least have been living. Well, living. There are signs of blood and broken bones, sort of carrion bits, occasionally scattered through the, the plants underfoot. Um, in particular, on the two gateways, the one behind you and the one in front, it looks like they've dragged some of their kills and there's like smears of blood that have frozen in the, the localised cold of the place. You can see there are more of those crows occasionally, just not, not hordes of them. You see two or three crows hopping along on the walls or on the trees beyond the walls. Okay, let's move. We'll charge right in, but this time we'll just jump the entrance. It's fine. All right. I just feel like we've been made, so we don't want to give them time to read. Yeah, at this point. I, yeah. Um, uh, before we do anything else, though, oh. I'm going to uh, I'm going to touch Trick uh, on the shoulder and uh, cast Guidance. So you get Ooh. you can roll a d4 and add the number to one ability check of your choice cool. uh, before or after making the ability check. It lasts for a minute as long as I keep concentration on it. So neat, excellent. Um, see, I wish you'd put that. Uh, well, you know, um, I didn't know there was going to be a giant pit. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying out of character. I wish you put it on the horse. So Trick's oh. going to actually like chuck because it's not that wide, like a uh, distance from the wall to the. Um... I'm not touching the horse. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say fairer than that. <laughs> salutary, salutary. Um... Uh, reasoning. Um, it's not that. It's not like a long way from like the across this. It's inner... about sixty feet between the two gateways. Yeah, that's right. So literally, I'm going to kick my horse. We're going to charge across, and then I'm going to pull for it to jump as it gets to the kind of okay. like, wherever it was the pit turned up last time. Okay, I, the it's not an identical gatehouse. Okay, it's narrower and probably was lower. This is the entrance to the building rather than the entrance to the castle. Yeah. It's a fairly grand entrance and most of the roof is gone, so you will have room to jump, but just so you know it's not an identical structure. No, that's 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 fine. I can I can live with that. Is everyone else charging along with? God I hope so. Yep. yep. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, another round of dex checks please. <laughs> Do I get any sort of advantage for like leaping this thing? Can I, can I try like some sort of like an animal handling check to get my horse to actually make the jump? Um, I will lower the DC for your your right. your check. How's that? Cool. Because you've got a strategy. Yeah. Um, uh, thirteen for my dex check. Also thirteen. Seventeen for Maynard. Both my horse and I. Uh, got a 17. 
Okay, you you all tense up and you charge through and nothing happens. <laughs> you, you pass through what would have been a gateway. You you pass from what would once have been a grassy area that has been left to go wild to a paved over courtyard with a lot of weeds in between the slabs. In between there's, sorry, I'm doing something in my head, uh, 25 feet of what, what was an entryway corridor, a nice broad one. This was a, a stately kind of entrance, but you're passing through part of the building rather than through a wall is the impression you get. And then you are in a courtyard. It's a square courtyard. It's about 40 feet across. Uh, there is a low circular structure um, in the centre of, of the wall opposite the gate. Uh, there are various doors on all, all four sides. So there's the door you came in through and then the other three sides all have at least one door in. So there's one on the left, one on the right, and straight in front of you, a low circular structure and a door to either side. The corner ahead of you and to the right is the one that is the most intact and has multiple stories left. Everything else is in various stages of ruined. Some places still have enough of the second floor to be a roof. Some don't. None of the doors look like they've been maintained recently. Do you think we should check those doors? Um, um, yeah, I think now's the time we start going through places, huh? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to get off. I'm going to get off the horse, I don't think. I'm going to get more mileage out of this horse. Um, okay. Um, I guess I'll hobble her, and I'm trying to think. A riding horse is much more valuable than some holy water, but on the other hand, that's bad insurance. Look, I was thinking I might rub my horse down with holy water real quick, just in case the undead came across her. <laughs> but the problem is, right, a riding horse is worth about three times as much as a vial of holy water. So it's kind of a tricky value prospect. And I'm not... <laughs> just, you could just leave her unhobbled, that way if anything attacks her, she can at least run away. Yeah, but also, she might run away, because she's a horse. Well, we could find her again. I've got a locate object. We could do that. Where, where is it? Where is she going to run away to? Look, it's fine. Just look, it's fine. Let's just do the thing. Also, I don't think that works on the horse. Um, no, oh, no, but we could. Okay, one of the is worth the same as is worth the same as a horse. I am not protecting this horse. Fine. <laughs> okay. I knew the I knew the chances I was taking when I brought this horse with me. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> This horse has been nothing but joy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's check the door on the left then. Okay, the door on the left is standing halfway open, so you will not need to push it open. Okay. Well, it's halfway open and then part of it is also missing. Nothing's in good repair. It was originally a wooden door anyway. Ah. There are no lights inside. There's just a, a dark, partially roofed space. That does not bother me. I will... Won't bother you. The darkness. I will just sort of peer inside carefully in case there's uh, something lurking in there. You don't see anything lurking, but there's a smell hmm. of dead things. And oh. as you look around, what you're seeing is a stone chamber... Well, a stone room, let's be accurate. You know, this whole place is stone, including this room. You're seeing a large stone room with windows on the outside and inside. So you're on the inside. So windows on both long walls. Some crumbled, rotted, half-overgrown objects that might once have been pews and another thing that might once have been a table or an altar or something. Between that and the remnants of 
carved niches and things on the walls. Looks like it was once a chapel with currently a pile of dead animals in front of the altar and kind of sprawling halfway across the floor. They are all forest looking animals to your eyes. They look like there are deer, there's some piglets, there's a lot of squirrels and rabbits and mice for some reason. Hmm. All of the bodies are pretty much frozen, so the smell in here is not nearly as bad as it could be. And all of them look like they were killed with teeth rather than weapons. Can I tell the um, size of what killed them? You'd have to go and actually start examining the animals, I think, for that, rather than standing in the doorway. I'm going to tell the rest of the party what I found in this room. It's very unfortunate. Uh, Is it, like, obvious who this was a chapel to? Are you looking, or is it just real looking? I'll ask real. Uh, I'd like to make a, if I can look or make a check or something, I'd like to. Uh, You can do a religion check. I mean, I think there's, like, a massive dragonfly across the back wall. (laughs) Right, yeah. That's fair, yeah. That was more. That was more the spirit of what I was. No, you're right, but given it has been ruined for a couple hundred years, it's uh 15 15 okay sorry i'm getting lost in my um lookups of things you see um not a lot of surviving iconography a lot of stuff has been rotted away or just degraded over time but there is still the remnants of a tapestry hung against the back wall behind the altar and from what you can see, from what hasn't completely rotted away, it looks like there was the, the icon of a, a sword on it, which suggests the Scourger, who is, broadly speaking, the human god of war and conquest and loyalty and strength. Oh, hey, that's my oldest namesake. Real looks at Trick. And then looks back at the pile of dead animal bodies and shakes his head a little bit. I mean, I don't, I don't think the animal bodies are really, are really the scourge's fault. Anyway, let's, let's check the other door. <laughs> to, to your eye trick, the animal bodies do not look original. Is that a normal thing that you, uh, that the scourger likes? I mean, Dead bodies. it's not how Dead we animals. worship the Scourger. <laughs> <laughs> Are you checking other doors? Uh, yeah, there's, there's, we're in, so we're in like a sort of, there's another one kind of the other side. Us, yeah. Right? Okay, cool. So let's have a look at that door. It takes a little bit of of push and pull to get the door open just because of all the Weeds in the courtyard, warping in the frame, that kind of thing. No one's opened this door in a very long time. The room inside is in better condition than the other side of the castle. Uh, it has pretty much all of its ceiling. It once again has slit windows on the outside, much bigger windows on the side you're standing. Inside, there are, with some damage from the time, but not nearly as much from the elements, old sturdy tables there are two big hearths now of course long since cold there's a couple of internal doors on either each of the short ends there is a set of stone steps um, going up in the far left hand corner it has the general look of a big kitchen about it okay um, there's some steps up over that side. Is there like a, um, was this one of the bits that had a second story still intact, or is that steps up one of the roofs? Yes, the, the steps are going up to the most intact corner, where it's, there was at, at least one more story, possibly two up there. What do you think? Do you want to press on here? It'd be good at least to have a high point. Right. Uh, well, let's move then. I, I, I'm going to push. Yeah, let's okay. uh, let's press on. The steps have no 
guardrail or balcony, so it feels a little precarious, but they are solid stone and they don't give way beneath you. Um, if there was ever a door at the top, it's gone. There's just an open doorway now. And you come out onto a stone floor. And what you notice first is that on your left, there is a big open space. Um, you turn and look and you are standing on a balcony level above the Great Hall of the Castle, which stretches out the full width of the building on this, this side. So it goes across the whole back of the building on this floor is this two-story Great Hall space and you are on a balcony at one end where presumably the important people would have had their dinners. Mm. There are some remnants of tapestries and of furniture. Huh. Lots of cobwebs. Not, to be clear, scarily large cobwebs, just regular cobwebs. Oh, good. I'm going to turn to Maynard and just say, okay, so you're a scholar. I'm a, you know, monarch back in whenever. Do I have my audience chambers above the dining hall? Or, or my bedroom, maybe? Right. I asked Maynard on the basis that Maynard is Maynard's a scholar. Maynard's been to university and knows about ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what exactly are you asking me? Well, should we... Just, just, are we likely to... Look, okay, I'm imagining, right? I'm an undead monarch of the of your return from death to, I don't know, reconvenience upon the land of the living, etc, 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 right? I'm going to want to post up, I think, in, like, the throne room. I'm just trying to put myself in the mindset of, an, of like, a ice gaunt. Um... I would say, well, most monarchs would have a master chamber probably on the upper floor, but if they were going to be doing anything dangerous, uh, they'd do it on the basement because that's probably the, the most well-protected, especially if you've not got guards. Uh, uh. So it could go either way. Um, ben, can I roll a history check to find out? Oh, as an eight. I don't know. Uh, yeah, what you said. You're standing in a pretty grand chamber right now that maybe if they were doing audiences, maybe in here. Well, this this would be the place if they'd um, have an audience, but for something that was hiding, I mean, if it's not here, then I mean, well, it could be anywhere. Exactly. Well, well and if we're, if we're looking for grave goods, I mean... Well, it'd be, un it'd be I mean, underneath. I have first off, the first thing I'm looking for is the ice gold. I want to say probably down, because it's colder down there, it's well protected, it's away from sunlight. So if we want to find something ice gold, I'd yeah. say basement. Yeah, probably where I'd the cafeterias are as well. All right. Uh, let's turn around and let's turn around here for that then. We'll, try well yeah. if we're already up here, should we? Look for treasure up here. It's not like we won't hear it coming if it yeah, again, decides to come after us. I think is the ice gold because of the whole. We're gonna need to. We're gonna need to have to do this at some point, and I'd rather it be quickly. You know. Hmm. We can't search for treasure if we've already been killed by the ice gold, says Maynard. Yep. Let's go down. All Sorry. right. Making us up there. Okay, you, you can go back down the way you came, or there is, now you're looking, a spiral staircase in the corner of the building that goes both up and down. So you Ooh. can go down that way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue taking command, making executive decisions. I'm going to pick that one. You go down the spiral staircase in the corner, and it actually, you, you can step out into what would have been the Great Hall, or you can keep going downwards further. Nice. Okay, here we go. Um, give us a light, I asked Maynard, because I know Maynard can do the thing, can cast light, light on the thing, right? Oh yes, would you would you like it on your shield again? I think shield is pretty good. Oh, Maynard puts his hand out and touches a shield and whispers, 
uh, a small word and the front of Trick's shield grows, uh, glows a bright white light. There. Good. You have a flashlight. I press downwards. You go down the spooky dark spiral staircase with many cobwebs and quite a lot of dust. And you reach another large open space. Um, again, there are there's chairs and tables and benches just kind of piled up higgledy-piggledy. There is a column, a thick, probably 10 feet across column in the very, um, not the centre of the space, slightly off, off to one side of the centre of the space, but thinking about it, it aligns with the structure you saw in the courtyard, against one wall of the courtyard, that goes all the way through from ceiling to floor. There are various doors. These look in much better conditions than the doors that were exposed to the elements, because you are now underground. So all of the doors down here, which are once again wooden, look pretty sturdy. Um, a couple of them have quite sturdy bars on them as well. The room you're in doesn't take up the full space of the building above. Um, there are clearly other rooms down here, but this one is large. It has another large hearth in it as well. Do we keep going down or do we explore here? You are now at the bottom of that staircase. Ah. Um, I'm inclined to pick a door and start kicking, I feel like. Well, maybe maybe a bit more um, careful than just kicking. I mean, if you're good at getting through doors, be my guest. Oh. I don't have the knock spell, but I'm not sure how many of these are locked. I mean, sure, I'm not... I, I mean, really metaphorical door, door kicking. Let's... I just mean that and I, I'm just going to pick a door. Well, it's okay. I, I, know, I know what you mean. It's, um, let's uh, get to it. And uh, Maynard will go to one of the doors and investigate it. Okay. Give me some idea of, of, of which door. I'm currently drawing you what isn't a battle map, but is a little picture of where you are, so you can make better choices in re doors and things. I have to draw it because I have to not tell you what's behind the doors until you open them. I'm thinking about uh, the Monty Hall problem here. <laughs> <laughs> One of these doors contains a car. The other contains an ice god. <laughs> okay, I'm going to send you... This is the silliest thing we've ever done. I'm going to send you a picture of this drawing of something that isn't a battle map so that you can decide which door you knock on. Okay. Okay. This would be so much easier if we were in person. I could just draw you the thing. I feel like this is a setup for a Scooby Doo scene. Okay. So. Okay. So yeah, you're actually going to find a capitalist in a rubber mask. <laughs> right. So you come down this little blob bit near the top. You have right. come down the blob bit, which is spiral stairs. My extremely well drawn spiral stairs. <laughs> I am going to first investigate the door on the bottom right. Bottom right. Okay, that is one of the barred doors, but the bar is on the side that you are, so you can just lift it up out of its bracket. Okay. You lift it up, you push it open, it creaks horribly. There is a corridor on the far side. Just a long corridor. No doors, um, except one at the end. But the end is doing sums, doing sums, probably 60, 60 feet away. Well, this corridor keeps on going on. I'm not sure if anybody else wants to take first look down there. I have a thought. Some of these doors can be barred from our side. Some of them cannot. What if we rebar this door and open the ones without bars first so that if something wants to come at us, it something has... might be blocked by... That is an excellent idea. Very smart. Yeah. Sometimes I can have ideas. <laughs> well, don't put yourself down, real. I think you're pretty smart. <laughs> that was Ember. That was Sorry. Ember. <laughs> <laughs> don't put yourself down, Ember. I think you're pretty smart. Oh. <laughs> okay, you uh, rebar that door. 
The other one with a bar is the one directly opposite on the bottom left. All right. Let's open that one in the center of the main uh, chamber. The, the, the one on the very the middle bottom. bottom. Yeah. Okay. You open that door. It is, of course, dark inside, but that's fine because you have sources of light. You see a couple of, of hefty tables. You see a lot of stone shelves. You see some rusted iron hooks hanging from the ceiling and another spiral staircase in the corner. Going up or down? Going up. Good to know. Well, this might have been a meat cellar. Going back up into the kitchen, probably. Mm. Which way does the door swing? In towards the place where we entered, or out into the meat cellar slash whatever? Uh, into the cellar. Oh. So, away from you. Yeah. Um, let's try next. Yeah, let's just go down the hall and try the same one on that wall. You. The one further along? A slightly smaller chamber. Once again, it has shelves. It has some chests, although most of them are standing open and obviously empty. Lots of dust, some wooden stands with, you know, about the height and shoulder width of a human, and then some others sized for a halfling. Looks, especially to Trick, this was at once an armory, but has been cleared out. Trick, kind of like pauses a second and you know you know that little twitch that someone does when they have just been struck with an idea mm-hmm. i'm gonna walk up and down the kind of long way of this room that we're in uh-huh and i kind of like also put my hand on the doors that we haven't uh-huh. opened does any direction feel colder roll perception not roll perception smart it's more of an investigation thing but i'm i'm yeah, true, but we, we troll whichever one you like, because holding your hand out to see what's colder is very perception. And that is 22 on my perception check. Oh, hell yeah. It takes you a, a few seconds to tune into it, because everything down here is cold. Um, it's weird, especially for Rill, because you are used to the temperature that underground is, and mm-hmm. this is too cold for the underground. There is a chill practically radiating off the stones of the area you haven't gone into on the left, and the door is icy to the touch. Um, I'm gonna... So That's the part that would be underneath the chapel. Okay. Um, I, I, I explained that, so okay. I think it's in here, or at least in this direction. I think it's right under the chapel. And this is cold as ice. Everyone ready? Anyone got any last minute spells need to cast before we probably get? What's it, what? What is the uh, what is the ceiling height like in this place? It is big enough to cast in larger number. Excellent. Good. <laughs> this is whatever that needs to be. <laughs> like eleven to twelve feet. <laughs> Just checking. No right. problem. Yes, you're good. You're good. I will cast Guidance on Ember this time. Cool. As long as they are uh, willing. Yeah? You have, no. You're prepped. You put your shoulders to the door. And as you shove it open, we'll come back next episode. <laughs> hey, <where are> we? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Apologies to my future self for having to edit out me eating banana cake from this recording. <laughs>